0: from the Tie Cats audio network this is Tie Cats today with Louie Butko yes it is Tie Cats today for a Wednesday September the 21st 2022 thanks for checking us out on the Tie Cats audio network Louie Butko here with you as the Tie Cats wrapping up day 2 of practice well technically day 3 of practice uh no day 1 they had day 2 yesterday day 3 so just like that. Uh, yeah, it they, they feels like they just played. They just started practicing, but uh, short week, quick turnaround as they uh, get set to travel to Montreal to take on the Alouettes. And of course, you can catch that game right here on the Cats audio network. You can also subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Buzzsprout, which is where he posts them. And uh, there you can find this show and all the other great shows. Uh, including a brand new episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker, now available on the Ticats Audio Network. Coming up on this show, we'll hear from Coach O as he spoke after practice today. We'll hear from Dane Evans as well, and coming up later on, Courtney Stephen, Ty Cats Audio Network analyst and uh, director of community partnerships for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, is going to be by. Maybe you've seen on uh, social media on Twitter that. Uh, uh, the, the guys have been getting out to, to high schools. That's all part of the uh, high school mentorship program powered by Stelco. Uh, and we'll get into that with uh, Courtney coming up later on in the show. Uh, we do have a couple things to let you know about. Uh, Coach O said today that uh, Dylan Wynn, who's got a knee injury, who did not practice yesterday on the practice report, uh, he is out for Friday's game and, uh, yeah, that that, that, that one's going to sting. No Dylan Wynn in this one. Just take a look at the injury report from yesterday. Uh, Simone Lawrence, Siante Evans, Alex Fontana, Dylan Wynn, Jake Burt. Lawrence Woods did not practice. Anthony Johnson, add him to the list. Of course, Braylon Addison, Curtis Newton, Nick Cross uh, all did not practice as well. Uh, Tunde Adelke was limited. Jovan Santos Knox was limited. Chris Van Zyl, Lamar Durant uh, both listed as limited as well. And then full participants, Don Jackson, Tyler uh, uh, Who else we got here as a full participant? Julian houseair and Karyl Brooks, all full participants. I was going to say uh, Travis Vorncall. Uh, he was a full participant yesterday, not today, uh, because the Ticats uh, did announce a transaction today, uh, and that is that they have released American offensive lineman Travis Vorncall uh, so yeah, Bourne call uh, no longer with the Tie Cats, and that might have something to do with uh, yesterday's signing uh, American offensive lineman Brandon Kemp, uh, who signed yesterday. So uh, that's the news and notes. That's what you need to know with the Tie Cats heading into uh, Friday's game. Uh, for more, let's hear from the head coach of the Tie Cats, Orlando Steiner. Here's what he said after practice.
1: Yeah, you know we opted to go with the two practice days. Thought that, uh, their legs needed a break. It also gives the coaches a chance to prep. So. You know, that was a collective decision and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we got to be prepared to play the game and we felt like this gave us the best opportunity as far as practice itself. Yeah, it's the energy was high and it's, it's really about the execution, right? Energy hasn't been a challenge all year. We just got to work on executing. So, yeah, we'll see. We got to play the game, but please so far. Yeah, it's a good question. I think it's always about knowing your football team. And I do think that there's something to be said for consistency. Uh, there's also something to be said for being creative and innovative and and not staying the same, and it's about finding that balance. And uh, I think we we've been able to do that and mix it up uh, here and there, whether it's days off or changing periods, uh, meeting times, those type of things. Uh, but again, it's about the pulse you have on your football team and where you're at. So um, the bottom line is it's always it's always execution out there, and it's also um, you know attentiveness and preparation in the meeting room. You said the word. We're looking for consistency, right? Well, you know, as, as the saying goes, consistency is, is better than rare moments of greatness. And that's what we're looking to be. And so, yeah, the, the old line I thought really showed up uh, against a, a really good defensive line. But that was last week. And this week, uh, we're definitely going to have our hands full. These guys are heavy. They play hard. Uh, they play fast. They're confident. And so we'll have our hands full. And each week, it's a different opponent, different game plan. And uh, it'll be up to us to execute at a high level. Again, it's all it's all predicated on your football team and, and the health of your football team at that time. So, yeah, they'll be rested. They'll have watched more film than they probably care to to talk about on us, and uh, they'll be ready to play. They're in their home home environment, and like I said, we'll have our hands full. But as you know, Steve, from being around here, we'll always respect our opponent and and prepare for what we think uh, they may do. But ultimately, the focus always comes right back to ourselves. So. I don't know how it's going to play out, to be honest with you. And then we'll, we'll see. And so we got to play the game. Uh, where are we with uh, Dylan? When? Yeah, Dylan Dylan won't play this week.
0: And there's the head coach and president of football ops for your Ty Cats, Orlando Steinauer. Touchdowns and tastings presented by Peller Family Reserve is back. Get some friends together and register as a group for this fun-filled evening, Thursday, September 29th at Tim Hortons Field. The evening will be hosted by Natalie Sexton along with Ticats alum Andy Fantus and Mike Daly and includes wine tastings by Peller Family Reserve, on-field football instruction from current Ticats players, a Tycats locker room tour and gift bag, plus two tickets to an upcoming home game of your choice, all for only $95 per person. Visit tycats.ca for more details. Let's hear from Dane Evans, the quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's coming off a CFL Top Performer Award. And I asked him how much or what that meant to him and his answer, pretty honest, pretty blunt, pretty Dane. Here's what he had to
2: say. Uh, nothing. I mean, that it, that we won. Um, it was a good day and all, but like our offense had a good day. I think it could have gone to anybody on offense, to tell you the truth. Um, just happened to go to me. Um, and like you said, we won and... It was all good and all, but I know Montreal doesn't care about that, so um, we got to come to play this week too. Um, I don't know. I just I felt like me again. Um, I felt like me all last week. I feel like me right now, Um, and I think a lot of that obviously is is coming from Dr. Edwards, me and her conversations, Um, just kind of with everything, uh, not to make it about me, but everything in my life that has been going on this year. Um, getting to be the guy, having a, having a kid, like all that stuff is, is, is real life stuff. And then when it's all piled together, I think I just kind of lost myself trying to do everything for everyone like you should. Um, and kind of forgot about me and I kind of got put on the back burner and Dr. Edwards has really helped me. Um, and I feel like I'm just having fun again, playing, being myself and being the best asset to this team that I can be. Yeah, um, but I felt like it was the right thing to do because I also felt like if I just came up here and said anything else, it wouldn't be the truth. Um, and, I, and I always just try to speak from the heart and, and the truth, and she has helped me a lot. And it, like I said last week, it's not a one-time thing. And, and I know that, like, the success we had last week is great and all, but with that success, like, brings a whole nother, um like, spot in your mind that you got to, like, when you're low, you got to come up. When you're high, you got to go down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's that balance. Um, but yeah, I just felt like if I said anything else, it wasn't going to be like what actually happened and what actually helped. So just trying to be truthful. Yeah, um, they do a lot, man. We played um, Noel Thorpe there DC a lot over the last couple of years. Um, he always has good plans for us. Um, they bring pressure from all over, um, which is which is kind of like his MO. They they. some things on the back end that are that could be confusing if you're not like good to go on it Um, and the biggest thing that they bring is like they bring energy with whatever they're doing. They're coming like 110%. Um, their D line, I think is often like slept on, but they have as good a D line as Winnipeg does. Like, honestly, I think they have one of the best D lines in the league. Um, they have really good linebackers that they move all over the field, um, which is kind of untraditional for like the CFL, you know, you usually got the Mike, Sam will, but they kind of play their guys all over and we'll drop them back into coverage. Um, and then their, their secondary is solid as well too. So, um, it's another good challenge, um, but I think we're all looking forward to it, and we just want to pick up right where we left off and just keep on keep on rocking and rolling. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I think maybe the physical reps we haven't like gotten some of those because of this, that, and the other. But um, I think our our mindsets are kind of like on the same page with um, what I'm looking for in a play, what they're seeing in a play, um, and I think just as the consistency and the physicality of consistency is building, I think we're just starting to get more on the same page.
0: And that is Dane Evans as we caught up with him after practice today. And as always, you go to tiecats.ca for full scrums. Jack, the intern, always does such a great job making sure uh, you can hear what uh, the players had to say, the questions that were asked. Yes, you can hear my ridiculous questions that I ask on a daily basis uh, by checking out the full scrums at tiecats.ca. All right, uh, looking ahead to Friday's game and looking back, very pleased now to be joined by the Ticats Director of Community Partnerships. He's also a Ticats Audio Network analyst. And you can catch him every game day on the show, aptly named Tiger Cats Game Day. Uh, it's Courtney Steven. And, uh, Court, you always give me a hard time because um, I bring you on after they lose. Well, uh, I'm bringing you on after a win and uh, a, a pretty fun win at that.
3: It was fun to watch. It was great to see definitely something that's going to give this team a lift and when you climb what appears to be the uh the tallest mountain in the cfl it gives you a lot of hope going into what's going to be a very tough stretch they have to string together a lot of games but they've proven that they've got it in them to do so so making for an exciting finish to this season uh, as they round out with with montreal they've got calgary they got sask and then ottawa twice it's Going to be the gambit, but I'm excited to see the Ticats make this run.
0: So you're coming off a bye. You beat the two-time defending champions in your own building. You get a little swagger back. Dane's named the top performer. You get a defensive touchdown. How do you keep that, all of that, into a brand new week and into a brand new game? Like, Is there some sort of momentum that plays into this one, or is it just another game, another week?
3: I mean, it's another game, another week, but it's just the same things you did in preparation leading into this game. And probably what you did in preparation leading into every other game this year, you just keep those same things and trust the process. Trusting the process is hard to do when you're not getting the outcomes that you want. But over a long enough period of times, you revert back to the mean. All that means is. When you do good work, you get good results. And the Ticats saw the benefit of that good work
0: last weekend. Uh, What impressed you the most about that game uh, against the Blue Bombers?
3: You know what? The the offensive line played lights out. Dane looks super comfortable. And when Dane is comfortable, he is dangerous. And five touchdowns speaks for itself. But it was a group effort. Nine receivers caught the ball. Um, The defense was bend but don't break. And they had timely turnovers that set the offense up with great field position uh Malik Carney got some pressure in a cover zero and and sacked the quarterback and scooped and finished it with the big score Jamal Roll getting a turnover giving the offense the ball right around midfield all of these things add up and make it so that the team has the best chance to win they they had long drives I could go on and on but this was a team a complete team effort and that's what it's going to take if they're going to go far into this season and into these playoffs.
0: I mean, they're still 4-9. and nine. They're still on the outside looking in. But a win in Montreal, you win the series in series. You're tied for them in points. The Owls will have a game in hand. How do you approach this? Is this a must-win game? And nobody's going to say that, but is this a must-win game for the Cats right now?
3: Well, the, the beauty of this situation is that the tie Cats – have their destiny in their own hands right now and if you want to control your future then you must win this game and I don't think there's a game where guys ever take your foot off the gas and say it's okay if we lose this one so I don't know how helpful that is but going into Montreal they know what's at stake make no mistake about it as a viewer from the outside they're not going to let up they're not going to give themselves any excuses they have to perform and Montreal is not an easy place to play. The crowd, they've been known to get loud, whether that's organically or synthetically. But <laughs> it's a tough place to play. They've got a couple of key playmakers over there. They know how to run the ball well uh, with Jeshwan Antwi, Um Trevor Harris knows how to throw the ball up and just give Eugene Lewis an opportunity because he is the, the main threat when it's those key second downs or late in the game. He doesn't really have to be open. He's a guy who can just make contested catches. So between those two, if they can contain those marquee players and force everybody else to step up, then I think the sidecats have a great chance.
0: Uh, let's go back to Dane. There was something uh, Stephen Dunbar Jr. said yesterday uh, when we were talking to him. I said, you know, what, what did you see different in Dane? And he, he talked about that nine yard little scramble in the fourth quarter that extended the drive. And, and Steve said, I saw him, I saw him get up. I saw the look in his eyes and I turned to Tim and was like, Oh, he's back. So mm-hmm. it was what, it was one game. And and I, I don't want to put too much pressure on that one game when it comes to, to Dane's performance or, or, you know, that that's who he's going to be the rest of the season. But this game is mental. We've talked about that. When you see a switch, Like Dane flipped, uh, what are your thoughts on him the rest of the way?
3: Well, let's just take it to the bare basics and, and realize that these guys have been playing this game for some of them 15, 20 years. So it's not like Dane just found some new skills or a new routine or anything like that. It's just a matter of time and place. And when you're in the right place and you're feeling it, you get into that zone and things click and all of that practice becomes unconscious competence. And that's what we saw on display. This is when somebody gets into the flow of the game and uh, the throws feel a little bit easier. You can feel it coming off your fingers and know that it's going to be a laser. That's what we witnessed there. And and that's the beauty of sport is that the thousands of silent hours that you put in in the dark, they come to light on the biggest stage against the biggest opponents and that's what brings out the emotions in the athlete. You know, the uh, the huge celebrations. That's why we see when things don't go well, athletes, sometimes they're they're broken down in tears is because the sacrifices they made to be able to be in this place and make these plays, they, they've paid the dues. So for Dane, I'm not surprised. I think that he's a guy who works, works very hard. I've been a teammate of his. I know what his character is. And we've seen what he did in the past. He threw for 3,700 yards. That's something that, the person who everyone's talking about Zach Caleros hasn't even done in his career. So let's give Dane some credit and let's look to next week to see how he continues with that momentum.
0: Uh, just real quick. I want to talk about Alden Darby, a guy who who wears uh, a number that you know, and that's near and dear to your heart 22. Uh, he's one of those guys that a lot of people all season from different teams or, or, you know, from around the league have asked, you know, what's what's going on with Alden? Why can't he get his way into the lineup or, you know, a healthy scratch or he's one game injured. He is a guy who goes out there, and I know you can respect this. He's going to play the role you ask him to do with 100% effort. And and just to that point, Court, it reminds me of you a little bit, right? You took a role on special teams and you made it your own. What does it mean to see a player take that responsibility? And, And I'm sure this is a frustrating season for him, but still go out there. He was an impactful player on special teams last week, and I'm sure he will be moving forward.
3: Man, Alden Darby is a pro. There's nothing else that you can say about him is that he's a professional. That means that when they ask him to do something, he's going to do it to the best of his abilities. And because of the experience he has in this league at the professional level, he has played safety. He has played corner. He has played half and he has played Sam. He's bringing a lot to that room that's already filled with a lot of veterans and all stars across the board the only one who's not an all-star is cam kelly and you can bet your bottom dollar he will be getting an all-star this year he's been making impact plays and so it's tough to take a big rangy guy like cam off of the field and that's why you haven't seen as much of 22 as you might like but having a guy like that on the roster that can step in be that designated import make impact plays on special teams and rotate into literally any position in the defensive backfield that is invaluable so his leadership in the locker room his ability to fit in many different places that's what Darby brings to this team and you can ask the guys he has done nothing but lift up this group
0: uh, he's also uh, a main provider of, uh, of, of meals for this team. Uh, I know his, uh, his girl is uh, a nutritionist and he's got a lot of guys uh, on, on her uh, diet plan or a uh, food plan. And uh, it's, it's funny watching Alden every day with literally arms full of food, uh, ready to feed the boys. And uh, Louie, I know... you
3: can't knock the hustle, man. You oh, can't man. knock the hustle. I,
0: I, That's why, that's why I brought it up, man. And I know you'd appreciate it too. Uh, let's put on your community uh, director of community partnerships hat for a second, because uh, if you noticed on our social media we've seen a lot of players go out throughout high school that's all part of the tiger cats high school mentorship program powered by stelco and uh, there's some bursaries available but uh, let's start with the program itself uh court something near and dear to you why is this important to players in season in a playoff hunt to get out to local schools and, and help develop their skills
3: Louis, this was always one of my favorite programs that we've been involved with in its ninth season the high school mentorship program takes the tiger cat players and we go to about 20 or 25 high schools throughout hamilton and the surrounding areas and these players get a chance to visit with the high school football players for a few practices and go to a game and get an extended opportunity to mentor them with things on the field like technique and strategy but then through those relationships that they build, they get a chance to talk to them about their plans outside of football, just life and, and you know, have a, have a friend and a mentor they could tap into. It's one of the best programs for an athlete because when you see people who are playing strictly for the love of the game, it can do something to rejuvenate you in a selfish way. But also you're giving them a glimpse into what the possibilities are. So many guys... Uh, and so many people in general use sports as a vehicle to get to another part of their life. It can accelerate your growth, and it can expose you to new friends that you you uh you stay in touch with forever. So this program is one that's near and dear to my heart, and I'm happy to say that our our friends and our partners at Stelco have supercharged the program this year and are making some scholarship money, some bursary money available to the people who are participating. So we're going to be giving five hardworking student athletes who participate in this program a $2000 bursary to continue their education after high school and and that's something that you know you can't you can't put enough emphasis on how important that is so we're very very proud of the program and we're very thankful for stelco for making that a possibility
0: yeah the Maid in the hammer award there's going to be a uh, three awards to recognize student athletes that embody uh, the hamilton sports groups and stelco's value of commitment leadership community service sportsmanship and a heart of steel and then the chuck ely black and gold award this one's really cool because it's going to be two black student athletes that exemplify the spirit of chuck ely and i know uh chuck ely is someone who is a uh, near and dear to your heart isn't he courtney
3: Man, I I had the opportunity to meet Mr. Ely during last year's uh, Grey Cup ceremonies. And just hearing his story, um, you know, first black quarterback to win a Grey Cup, a guy who went undefeated in college football. And then when he got his opportunities in the pros down south, they didn't want to let him play his natural position, which seems absurd to me. But he came up here, found a home in Steel Town. And, and he did his thing, man. The rest is history, as they say. He's put his roots down in Canada. He has a family here. And we, we actually have some, some ties because um, his son-in-law and my brother were roommates in college. So it's funny how this game, it, it's a fraternity of such. And the impact that you have can trickle through generations. And now to be able to continue telling his story and to be able to offer bursary in his namesake, That's going to make sure that, you know, somebody who wore the black and gold and did great things in the community and represented so many of the possibilities that their legacy will live on. And and it's great to be able to give somebody their flowers while they can still smell them. You know, so often we wait until somebody is gone before we start to give them their credit. But, you know, Chuck Ely is somebody we should lift up, celebrate. And um, he's very happy to be on board and, and supporting the youth in this way.
0: Uh, and just back to the mentorship program, I talked to Tyler Ternowski about it last week. And uh, uh, this is a guy who played, you know, Sir Alan McNabb. He's as Hamilton as they get. Uh, and uh, I know he, again, someone uh, you, you have a connection with, uh, you know, back uh, I think an alma mater shared or something like that, you and Tyler, but uh
3: no 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 don't get it twisted oh sorry yeah, university that's right. of waterloo yeah no. they're all the same the uh, no, uh,
0: laurier isn't isn't it the same city i thought you know golden Hawks. wilfred
3: a... laurier golden oh, it's oh, the sorry. Gold. do oh, not get it twisted so, uh,
0: man that's 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 offensive <laughs> almost for me to suggest it uh same city same city we can say that right kitchener waterloo yeah, they both play cities. in the battle
3: of waterloo but there you know what go. uh tyler's tyler's a great guy he's He was actually going back to the high school and coaching before we spun up the high school
0: mentorship
3: program. So that just speaks to how important it is to do things like that and that we're not pulling teeth to get guys to do this. They really want to be out there in the community because they get a little something out of it themselves.
0: Well, Court, I know uh, the day you took this job, you and I talked, and I knew that this was something that was near and dear to you. So thanks for uh, bringing it up. And I know these, uh, these scholarships are, are going to change some kids' lives, so uh, I know you had a big part to do to that. I also know you're a busy guy, so thanks for making some time this morning. And uh, I'll, I guess I'll see you around the office.
3: Can't wait to see you.
0: And that is Courtney Steven, Director of Community Partnerships uh, for the Cats, also a TICATS Audio Network Analyst. The annual Tim Hortons Smile Cookie Campaign is back. Ticats fans, 100% of the proceeds from sales of Smile Cookies will support charities and community groups across Canada. To participate in this year's Smile Cookie Campaign, visit your local Tim Hortons restaurant, or place an order through the Tim Hortons mobile app for delivery. Uh, I had another Smile Cookie today, not going to lie. our uh, Eva and uh, Nikki, our our social team here at uh, the Ticats and Forge FC, they were uh, feeding the Forge players today, so I was lucky enough to get my hands on, yes, yet another Smile Cookie, and I encourage you to uh, go out and get one yourself as they uh, support local charities and community groups and uh, wherever you buy the cookie that's where the money stays and that's always great uh, no matter where you're listening from across canada uh we are almost done for the week yeah the game day on friday so we're back for one more show tomorrow same time same place right here on the tie cats audio network hope you join us then from all of us here i'm louis butko hoping you have a great day
3: Tiecast today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at tiecats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at tiecats.ca. Subscribe to the Tiecats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.